So if you've got your Bible, we're going old school, Old Testament tonight. We're going to the book of Numbers. Going to the book of Numbers. Um, but uh, I don't know, like I said a minute ago, I don't know what your 2016 was like. But I believe 2017 will be a year of excitement. It will be a year of, of change. It will be an adventure. Anybody like adventure? You guys are awfully dead tonight. It'll be an adventure. And I'm excited about 2017. I love adventure. I love I love uh, being here with you guys. I love Emerge. And, and I'm glad that you're here tonight. If you haven't already for 2017 written down some goals. Hopefully you're making some goals for 2017. Um, some people call them resolutions. Anybody, anybody write down New Year's resolutions? New Year's goals? Like three of us. Thank you. Thank you. So... Um, Here's the deal. Here's, here's why you need to Listen, if you're talking, you need to stop. Here's why you need to write down some goals. Because at the end of this year, at the end of 2017, you can be able to look back and say, here's what God did in my life all year long. Or here's the goals that, that I, I accomplished this year. Or here's what happened this year. Um, and, and it's important for you to write some things down and, and to know and to remember and to look back about what God did in your life and how faithful God was. Set goals, be deliberate, be intentional, and let's see God do great things. Amen? Amen. All right. So just a heads up. What we're about to read here, uh, what happened here is just to set it up for you guys a little bit. God gave this man, Abraham, uh, he he gave him a promise. And it was actually uh, a location called the promised land. And he gave him this, uh, and, and, and so the crazy thing, Abraham never saw this promised land. He never saw it. He was never there. And he didn't, he didn't see the promise. So here's what happens. Here's where we're picking up the story. We pick up the story <clears throat> as they're getting closer to the land and closer to the promise. So Moses, he sends out a group of spies. Everybody say spies. He sends out a group of spies to check out this new land to make sure that it's good. Are you ready? Have you had your coffee today? Is everybody awake? Did you have a good day at school? It's about to get better. Your day's about to get better. You ready to do this? All right, let's go. In the book of Numbers, chapter 13, we're going to start in verse 17. And I'm going to read a little bit of scripture here. And I want you to listen. If you didn't bring your Bible, you can follow along on the screen. But please, 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 please don't be messing around with the people next to you. Don't be on your phones. Don't be snapping the chats. Don't be uh, messing around with people. Don't be a distraction to people because who knows You could be a distraction to what God wants to do in someone's life tonight and don't be that person. So here we go. Starting in verse 17, it says, Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan. And he said to them, go up into the Negev and go into the hill country and see what the land is and whatever and uh, whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, whether they are few or many and whether the land they dwell in is good or Bad, and whether the cities that they dwell, whether their cities that they dwell in, or their or are camps or strongholds, and whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are trees on it or not, and be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land. He's like, hey, bring me back something to eat as you, while you're going out. You guys have any friends like that? 
Like, hey, I'm going to the store. Okay, would you bring me back a, a Sonic Coke and we'll be friends forever? Like, or you bring me back a, a hamburger? Like, so he, this is what Moses, he's like, hey, as you're going out, uh, bring me back some grapes. And so he's like, he must be gluten-free or something. I don't know what's going on. But he's like, bring me back some fruit of the land. And, and so uh, now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. Anybody like grapes? I like grapes. I do like grapes. I could eat them all day. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to skip 21 to 24 because it just tells all the locations that they went to. And we're going to pick back up in verse 25. It says this, At the end of 40 days, they returned from spying out the land. And they came to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the people of Israel in the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh. And they brought back word to them to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him, um, <clears throat> We came to the land which you sent us. And it flows with milk and honey. It means it's like a good place to be. And this is its fruit. However, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. And besides, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of Najib. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the hill country. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the Jordan. Verse 30, this says, But Caleb quieted the people before Moses. And he said, Let's go up at once and occupy it. He's saying, Let's go right now and take this land. He said, For we are able to overcome it. And the men, then the men who had gone up with him said, We're not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we are. So they, they brought to the people of Israel, a bad report of the land that they had spying out, saying, The land of which they have gone to spy out is a land that devours its inhabitants. And the people that we saw are great height. They're saying, like, these guys are giants. These guys are huge. And there we saw the, the Nephilim, which the sons of Anak, who, who come from the Nephilim, and we seemed to ourselves like grasshoppers. And we seemed like grasshoppers. To, they're saying like these guys were so huge. They were monsters. They were giants. And we seemed like little bitty grasshoppers to them. Before we get started, let's pray real fast. Everybody close your eyes. Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that, that we're here tonight. And I thank you, Lord, that no weapon that can form against us will prosper. And we thank you that this year is a year of victory. Because I believe there are a lot of people in this room who need a good victory in their lives this year. We pray that you will bless Emerge Youth Church this year. Use us. Do something in us. Do something through us. Let us have great victories through you this year in the name of jesus let's all say amen how many of you guys would agree that being different is good being different is good nobody wants to be hopefully nobody wants to be just like everyone else being different is a good thing like you know people who have their own style right they got their own style they have their own look they, they have shoes that nobody else has. They have clothes that nobody else has. They don't care what people think about them. They don't want to be like everyone else. They've got, they've got a different way of doing, doing things. How many of you guys have a friend? They've they got a different way of doing things. You guys ever have those friends that when they sneeze, they're like, Hee! you know what I'm saying? Like everyone else is like, and you're like, that's weird. That's different. That's different. And, and like when I was in, in high school, I played basketball. I played basketball. 
Hey, I did it. I did it. I played bat and I had this friend. He had the weirdest shot you ever saw. You know, like most people, when they shoot the ball, the ball kind of has this backspin on it. Well, this guy, he had the weirdest shot I ever saw. He would shoot the ball and the ball would spin like this. I'd never seen that before. It was the weirdest thing. It was so bizarre that the ball spins like this as it's going towards the hoop. Everyone else, the ball is spinning like this. And it was like, it's so weird. It was so different. But it, and it was so bizarre. It was different. I'd never seen anyone shoot the ball that way. It was different. Sometimes being different is good. Sometimes being unique is a good thing. You're an individual. Sometimes, though, being different is bad. Like when you wear a Raiders jersey in Chiefs country. That's a bad thing. That's, that's, mm. Lord forgive her. Amen. Okay, so, uh, but being different, sometimes being different, though, is a good thing. It's a really good thing. I want to talk to you tonight uh, about this year being a different year for us here at Emerge. A different mindset, a different thought process. Maybe, maybe you're already, it's already 2017, <clears throat> and maybe you're already at a place where you're stuck. Maybe you're already at a place where you're stuck, and you don't know how to change. You don't know how to make some change in your life. You don't know how to be different. And I would love for this year to be different for every single one of us. It's a new year. It's a new day. It's a new season for you all. Let me quickly recap for a moment the story that we just read. Um, so what happens? They go into the, the, the send the spies out into the land. They check it out. They bring back this big cluster of grapes. And, and like I said, Moses must have been gluten-free because like these grapes were good and they were massive. And, and so these guys, they go and spy the land. They go and check it all out. And they come back saying, oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. We, we have seen the promised land. We have seen this place, and it is so good. It's amazing. It's got all the milk and all the honey, and it's, it's, the per, it's a place a person can dream of. How many of you guys, like, you, you like to travel, and you've been to a place? Like, what's that place for you that you're like, that's my dream place. I would love to live there. Anybody? Like, like Colorado is that place for you. Anybody? Or Iceland is that place for you. yeah. Or, or that, that's, that's the dream, that's the place. This is the promise, this is awesome. It flows with milk and honey, it's rip, it's, it's right, it, 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 it's awesome. It's good, it's a good place. And so, um, so they're, they're like, oh, look at the size of these grapes, like they're so good. And then like, they're looking like what God promised their ancestors is truly unbelievable. It's truly great. And there's, but there's only one problem. The problem is not that the land is great. The problem is, well, um, the, the problem is that there's some obstacles in the way. There's some obstacles in the way. There are giants in the land. These guys are like, well, have you ever seen me standing next to Rex? Maybe you did just a moment ago. Yeah, there's giants in the land. And, and, well, the Bible says that they come back, they go out and spy out the land, and then they come back and they bring back a bad report. They bring back a bad report and these guys, the, these guys, the other spies, they start working the whole crowd up and they're like, oh, this place is, is great and it's awesome, but if we go there, we're all going to die. 
everybody's bigger than we are, but he's strong, they're smarter than we are. Like, we can't, like, and so they're getting the whole crowd, working the whole crowd into a frenzy, and people are getting upset. And then Caleb, watch what Caleb does. Caleb, he approaches it with a different attitude. He approaches it with a different thought. He approaches it with a different spirit. He isn't like the majority. But the first thing he does when he steps up is Caleb quiets the crowd. He quiets the crowd. Let me give you a few things to write down. If you're going to take notes, to write down a few things that you want to know that could help set up your 2017 just right. We're only four days into this year. So we still got time to make some changes. And I'll give you some things. Here's the first thing. Here's what I want you to know or what I want you to write down. The first thing this year, you got to quiet the crowd. You got to quiet the crowd. The first thing Caleb did before he could talk, before he could reason, he quieted the crowd. Let me ask you tonight, what's the crowd in your ear saying? What's the people in your life saying? What's the world around you saying? What's the crowd shouting to you? You got to step up and you got to quiet the crowd. And I love this. See, I've seen a lot of people lately. I don't know if you guys have noticed this or if you've even seen this. I've seen a lot of people taking a break from their social media just to quiet the crowd. Just to be like, hey, there's too many, there's too many things coming at me. I need to take a break. Uh, I'm done with this. I got to step back for a while. They, they're taking a break to quiet the crowd. I love that. Sometimes you've got to quiet the comment. You've got to quiet the comments. You've got to quiet the, the crowd. You've got to shut everything out and be still before God. Have you ever seen the movie Inside Out? Anybody seen that movie? Anybody love that movie? Yeah, Pixar puts out great movies. You got to, uh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, that one. That movie, Inside Out. And, and whoever made this movie is genius. Like, they're brilliant. It's, it's, it's an awesome movie. One character is, is sadness. The other character is anger. There's a character named Joy, which is like the main character, right? And Joy gets lost for a while and you, and, you see that, um, well, that, that even right there will preach. Like some people have lost their joy, and that's another sermon for another day. But in, in, the, in, in, this, in this place, in this control system, there were these negative characters. There were these negative things going on. And I, and I wonder how many negative characters, how many negative things from 2016 you need to silence in your world. How many negative things do you need to silence in your world? Maybe you've dealt with depression. Maybe you've dealt with anxiety. Maybe you've gone through some shame of last year. Maybe you've messed up. Maybe you've made some mistakes. Maybe you've, maybe you've had a tough year with your friendships. Maybe you've had disappointment this year. But don't hold on to what others say. Don't hold on to what others say, other people say about you that's negative. If you've got a friend in your world who is, who is critical of everything that you do, that's not a real friend. They make fun of everything you do. They, they, they bash everything that you do. See, Caleb, he, he walked up to the, to the crowd. He stepped up to the crowd. And he's like, you've got to be quiet. You've got to stop. If you're going to make any change in 2017, you've got to quiet the crowd. Stop living by what, are, what others say about you and start living by what God has to say about you. I wonder what this year would look like if we would stop being obsessed with what other people thought about us. Stop living by the crowd. Silence the crowd in your life. The Bible says that the fear of man is a trap. 
Don't live by what other people think of you. See, Caleb stood up and he said, I don't care what the crowd is saying. I don't care what the other spies are saying. I know what God said. And God says, this is the land he promised for us. See, Caleb, like, he was like, he was like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Stop, stop. No, 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 no. Time out. I was there. I was there. I, I, I saw it. I saw it with my own eyes. I saw the grapes and the milk and the honey and the promise. Everyone, just quiet down and shush. He shushes the crowd. Have you ever, like, most, one of the most disrespectful things you can do is, like, shush someone. They're, like, talking, and you're like, shush it. Shush. You're like, zip it. Yeah. Like, shush someone. That's, um, anyways, he shushed. He stood up. He shushed the whole crowd. And, and watch what Caleb says. See, it's one thing to silence your critics. It's one thing to take a break from your social media. But Caleb, he doesn't just shush people. Watch, he steps up and he begins to declare faith and to declare possibility. Verse 30, he's, at the end of verse 30, he says this, We are well able to do this. He says, we are well able to do this. I want you to write that down. We are well able to do this. See, I'm not... Coming into 2017 wondering, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Can, can, we, can we go to another level here? Can we take it to another place? Like, uh, can, can, can I lead this or can I do this or can we do this? And I'm not, I'm walking into 2017 like Caleb did. And I'm saying we are well able to do this. We are well able to do this. If, if God is for us. Who can be against us? Philippians 4.13 says, I, I, I can do all things through Christ. Because of what? Because he gives me the strength. By the way, if you guys didn't know this, it all starts at winter retreat. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you've ever been to winter retreat or not. But that will set you off spiritually for the whole year. It will say there's been people in this room and who have graduated out of merge who are in college now, people who are adults now who have been to winter retreat that this one event has set the tone for their life. You need to go to winter retreat. So Caleb, he had faith. Faith people are always different kind of people, right? I don't know if you know this, but faith people are different people. Faith people don't see what everyone else sees. They don't hear what everyone else hears. They don't have a normal attitude. They have this faith attitude. And sometimes they're kind of annoying. But Caleb, what happens? He walked up and he shushes the crowd. He shushes the crowd and he's like, come on, guys. We are well able to do this. Let me tell you, in 2017, you can live a victorious life. My mom used to tell me, she would say stuff like, uh, when she would pray for me, what I, I'd, I'd, I'd be down about being the smallest kid on the team and like being all sad and like, pray for me to grow, mom. And all that would grow would be my feet. And I'd be all down about it. And, and she would say stuff like, you are more than a champion. You're a conqueror. You're victorious. And it's true. Like there were times she would be praying for me and she'd be speaking life into me and speaking encouragement into me. And, and but I want to ask you tonight, how do you look at yourself? How do you how do you see yourself? Are you looking at your obstacles of addiction 
or your relationships? Are you being defeated in your life? Are things coming against you and you're being defeated? Or are you looking at it with victory and you're saying, I am well able to do this? Did you know that the Bible says that you have the same spirit inside of you that raised Christ Jesus from the dead? If you're a follower of Jesus, you have the same spirit inside of you that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. You are well able. You're more than a conqueror. You are well able for 2017. So Caleb, he steps up, he shushes the crowd, and he's like, hey, we are well able to do this. We're able to do this. And then here's what happens. The haters start firing back. The haters, they, start, they, uh, they always will, they always do. The haters start firing back and they come back with more negativity. And they're like, whoa, 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 but we saw the land. We saw the land and th- there's giants. There's no way. We can't do it. And then, this is when the bad report gets worse. They start going into the details and they just start making it even worse. And, and I want you to write this down. This year, guard your heart and guard your ears. Guard your heart and guard your ears. The Bible says in Proverbs 4.23, it says, Above all else, above everything else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. It says, above everything else, out of it flows the wellspring of life. So these guys come back and they start telling the details and they, and they start trying to make it worse. And, and the Bible says it affects their heart. See, this negativity will seed itself into your heart. If you're a negative person or if you're around negative people, they'll say negative things about everyone. They'll say negative things about everybody. I don't want to go to the marriage. I don't like it. I don't want to do this. I don't want to serve here. I don't want to do these. Kind of, and they'll start these. I don't even like those people. And they'll start these negative things. And you'll be like, you know what? Me too. I agree. And it'll start putting those negative things into your life. And if you put yourself around negative people, that's the attitude that you're going to start to grab as well. If you, if you want to guard your heart, you have to protect your ears. If you want to guard your heart, you have to protect your ears. When this critical thinking happens and these negative words start to happen, that's when discouragement comes in your life. That's where hopelessness comes. Have you ever thought... Like a person was great, like a person was just so awesome and the person was so great. And then uh, someone makes a comment and it kind of changes the way you think about that person. You know what I'm talking about? Has that ever happened to you? Like, Nick, this is my boy, Nick. Nick, didn't he kill three minutes of fire a minute ago? Yeah, he's my boy. He's the best, Nick. And then someone like comes to you and you're like, have you heard about Nick? Do you really know about Nick? You should know this. And, and, I, and, and, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I love Nick. What are you talking about? Like, he, Nick's awesome. I love him. But don't you know about Nick? And like, he's got issues, man. Watch out for Nick. And like, they just start going off about Nick. And, and, and what that does, it plants it into your ears and then into your heart. And it gives this negative report and you start thinking things about Nick. See, you have to guard your heart. You have to guard your heart. You have to guard your ears. Be careful what and who you listen to. Be careful what and who you listen to. These guys, they listen to the haters, and it changed their heart. 
They listened to the haters and it changed their heart. It even changed the way they saw God and the promised land that he provided for them. I don't know about you guys, but I believe that God gives some pretty good promises. And, and here's the deal about God. He can't break a promise once he makes one. So God promised this land. It's awesome. It's amazing. It's flowing with milk and honey. The grapes are huge and it's good. And then all of a sudden they show up and they're like, ah, there's tall people there. We're short. Um, can't do it, guys. Sorry. Kids like, well, we got this. We can take this. If God has promised you something, no matter what the obstacles look like in the way of that, he'll give it to you. If he's promised you something, he'll give it to you. Guard your heart from negativity. These guys come around and, and they're like, oh, we can't do it. And so everyone now forgets about the promise that God just gave them. Guard your ears from gossip. If you're sitting around a group of people or maybe even just one friend and they start talking about Nick. Or they start talking about somebody else. You'd be like, be like, nah, 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 nah. like I don't want to hear it. No, no, no. You shut your mouth. Stop right now. Zip it. Shush. You shush them up. Like, be like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about that. I don't, I don't do that. I don't want to hear gossip. I'm not going to be involved in that. You know what that'll do? That'll shut them down real quick for one thing. But that'll also make them second guess how they're tearing down Nick. Or how they're tearing down somebody else. Or their gossip about somebody or something else. It will shut them down. And you let them know you won't want to hear it. And they'll think twice about doing it in front of you next time. You can't let the negativity in your life because it will affect your life. If you want to have a good heart, you've got to have a good ear. If you're around someone gossiping, plug your ears. They'll think you're crazy, but just tell them you don't want that. You don't want that in your life. This year, we're going to quiet the crowd. We're going to say that we're able to do it and we'll guard our heart. We'll guard our ears. And then verse 33, I, I, I love this. Like They're so negative. These, these guys, they're giants. And like these guys are so negative and they're so like, have you ever known someone who's like what I call a Debbie Downer? Like every time they say something, it's like, wah, wah. Not, not, not this Debbie. But like everything they say is a total downer and you're like, yeah, the Royals won the World Series. And like, and like they say something to totally kill your joy. Totally Debbie Downer. Like, they're so negative. And so they're like, they, the land is great. The land's awesome. It's flowing with milk and honey. The grapes are huge. These guys are giants. Like, they're massive. They're huge. Like, the land is good. But they're monsters. They're big guys. And, like, watch the last part of this. And I love this. You can't make this up. Uh, they're going on this negative rant. And they're like... It's at the end of verse 33, and they're like, oh, and, and to make it worse, um, we're, like, we're like grasshoppers in our own eyes. We're like grasshoppers to them, too. Negative people are usually, typically, whiners. See, after reading that verse, they're like, we're like, we're like grasshoppers. Did you know that the way you see yourself affects the way other people will see you. So this year, we're going to see ourselves the way God sees us. I want you to write that down. We have to see ourselves the way that God sees us. Can we have our band go ahead and come up and get ready? Did you know that you've got parents who see you one way? 
You've got friends who see you one way. Uh, You have people at church, leaders, different people who see you one way, a different way. See, I don't want to see you guys the way that everyone else sees you, the way that they all see you. I want to see you guys the way that God sees you. You're called. You're anointed. You're powerful. You're strong. You're a man of God. You're a woman of God. You've got a calling on your life. God's blessed your life. You have favor. Is anyone else thankful that God sees us in a way that no one else sees us? But they're standing around and they're like, we're like grasshoppers. The Bible says this, that as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. See, how do you see yourself? Do you, do you see yourself strong? Do you see yourself loved? Do you see yourself as a person on mission? Do you see yourself full of the power of God? See, what, what would happen in your life if you started to see yourself the way that God sees you? Man, it would change everything. It would change everything. When you realize that you're, you're called and you've got greatness on your life, you will begin to live your life differently. You'll see value in yourself. Now, here's for me, like I don't put value on myself because of my gifting or because of my talents or because of my accomplishments or because of, of my job. I put a high value on myself because God loved me so much that he sent his one and only son to pay the price for me and to die for me. That makes you, that makes me valuable. The most valuable. I have heavenly value. And you do too. See, don't don't get caught up in the when we're like grasshoppers. Don't get caught up in the in the negative and seeing the worst in everything. Did you know that that this story that none of the negative people ever got to see the promised land? None of the negative people ever got to see the promised land. But a person like Caleb, yeah, he's he's for sure going. He's got a different spirit. He's not like everyone else. 2016 may have been a rough year for you. But I believe in 2017, you could have the most fulfilled year of your life. See, if Caleb was able to get into the promised land, you can too. Just like Caleb. you You have to be confident in God. You have to be in confident in who God called you to be. Let's pray.